Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life. I'm Robert Kane. Rob, nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. My name is Rick. Glad to be here. Rick Bromlick. Rick Bromlick, co-host. Which, yes. if you're listening yeah. to this, is good news, which means the episode came out. Which <laughs> you'll hear right. about um, why the last one didn't. Sorry. I feel like we really dropped the ball the last... Uh, Six months. We've not done a great job. <laughs> but today we are back. Yes. We are back talking about some topics. And Rick, what are we getting into today? Well, we're going to spend way too much time talking about the Rings of Power. Rings of Power. We're going to talk about uh, church planting. Yep. And books. Right? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's a really dynamite way to introduce it. But yeah, that's what we're getting into. I couldn't think of it. Rings of Power, church planting, and books. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy. good man feeling good good yeah just had a great lunch yeah brew burger thanks to the listeners yeah we had a brain session may may have emptied the coffers but yeah good lunch (laughs) did it did it all the way yeah we don't have yeah we don't have a lot of funds in in the simple theology (laughs) do i owe you some money (laughs) no you do not you do not i assure you well i said to rob let's get lunch i'll you know i'll pay for it yeah and rob's like oh man because we try to do this like, I don't know, once a year. Yeah, I think we've gotten like two meals out of it. We'll sit down and talk. Now, granted, stuff. the funds go to paying for expenses yeah. for the yes. <laughs> podcast. We just <laughs> blow them on two lavish meals. <laughs> we went to like a lunch burger spot. So That's <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, it was a good burger, though. But we, anyway, so I was like, hey, I'll buy. Let's get lunch. And the Rob's like, no, there's some, some paid all of our bills. <laughs> We're not in debt. We've, all of our debts are paid. Let's get some lunch on the podcast. So yeah, that's great. But come to find out. Yeah. So listeners, if you are looking to support a podcast, <laughs> you can head over to <laughs> simpletheology.org. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I feel great. It was a Good. great burger. Good. I, I'm, I love burgers mm. with bacon yes. and egg. Yeah. I think that is, I mean, throw avocado mm. on there as well. And tremendous. Avocado or avocado? Avocado. <laughs> That's a long A. Avocado. 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 Av. Avocado. Avocados. Yes. So yeah, those are those are my favorite things. When you so. lived back, when you in my neck of the woods in Mount Vernon, did you say avocado or did you no. say avocado? No, you're I, back. You're an avocado guy then. I always say, have always said avocado. I just said it weird right there. <laughs> avocado. Avocado. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. Rob. I'm excited for two reasons. One, excited because we're back together yeah. in person, which has been a, a while. That is very nice. I'm also excited because I think our audio is going to record this time. Dude, as of right now, it's recording. <laughs> so the last episode we released, yeah. there was an issue and like a small portion got nixed. Mm. And, but the, all in all, episode got recorded. This last time, it was recording. And yeah. when we were finished recording, it said it was finishing up. And listeners, this is why there's only been one episode this month, mm. because when we were going to release earlier, um, we recorded, spent an hour or so, whatever yeah. it was on it, yeah. and when I went to take the SD card out and start editing it, it wasn't on there. So, and we couldn't record the intro because mm. for whatever reason said the SD card was full, I've never had that happen before. And so I just like basically wiped everything off, um, and now it's recording. I'm glad this is really 
Intriguing. Uh, that has a, that's a strong yawn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as of right now, it is recording. So if it doesn't record, listeners, you, you won't ever hear this. <laughs> Which may, maybe is a, is a but if it doesn't record, positive for you. We're just going to retire. We're just yeah. going to be done. Like, this is a sign. We're done. <laughs> we had a good run. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it will be five years in February. That's wild. I know. Yeah, we're almost 200 eps. Look at us go. I wonder how many people are listening now who, who've listened the whole time. Oh, man. I'd be interested to know. But. Daniel Kirby. Yeah, potentially. Oh, He's man. got engaged. What? Yeah. Congratulations, Daniel. Yeah. I didn't know about this. I'm He's an engaged man. And shake your hand. Congrats, DK. What are you, is that... Is that is that what you guys call it? That, that's what I call him. Okay, DK, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he's not around. I don't know. I've never actually tried it with him here. <laughs> so When I don't see um, him, I yeah. call him DK. So DK, if you're offended by that, <laughs> just let me know. Anyways, okay, so we are going to talk about some of the topics yeah. that we talked about last time that listeners you didn't yeah, hear. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yes. Things that are still interesting to me yeah, to talk sure, about. Sure, sure, yeah. But, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so the first one yeah. uh, is Rings of Power. Yes. So Rick... I was going to send this over to you, but you sent it over to me. And I thought, okay, great. We're on the same page yes. um, in terms of topics because I very much so mm-hmm. like talking about Lord of the Rings and yeah. the Rings of Power. Mm. So let me ask you this. Very different things there, but yes. <laughs> very different things. Well, different things yeah. in the same general family. Yeah. Have you watched all eight episodes? Is that what it was? Eight? I don't know, but I've watched, I think I've watched all the ones that are out, that came out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then. So you've watched them all. Yes. I want to know a few things. One. Yeah. I w- well, I'll just ask you one at a time. Did you like okay. the? Did you like the series? I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he can't handle you know what? more than one. Let me just ask you one question at a time, buddy. All right. <laughs> Let me slow this train down. Do you know your name? Do you know what where you're day at? Day is it? <laughs> I, mean, I asked I- how many episodes. You kind of muffed that one. <laughs> I, am, I don't know, but I watched I, them all. I'm tired. <laughs> I assure uh, you. It's been a long few days. I don't know what you want me to say. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, start, question number one, please. Yeah. Did you like it? Um, no. Como se dice no. Negative. Okay. Tell me why you didn't like it. I mean, does anyone need an explanation? Well, yeah, because they yeah, haven't heard so, your explanation. That episode got wasn't recorded. You, no. You didn't remember. That's my point. Everyone already knows why it's bad. Right. Okay, so I watched all of them, though. Like, there's a caveat. I watched yeah. the whole season, what, eight episodes, apparently. Um, and I found them entertaining as television ghosts. Yeah. I found the acting not too great. The writing was terrible the the set production half of it was like amazing probably more than half but then there were certain sets where it's like that just looks cheap or like over the top right um something you mentioned was that it seemed like oddly bright yeah yeah everything was like sorry i have a, like a runny nose so i'm wiping my nose here if you watch the old movies and read the books like and just read um, or watch things that take place in that kind of a genre, kind of a medieval feel, right? Even though there's there's magic, it's not like um when you watch like a Disney sh- show or movie, like it's bright, vibrant, like has to catch your eye, that kind of thing. 
this felt rings of power like that like over the top bright everything's glistening everything's popping it's like that's not the way it was so when you were reading the books it, yes it, it was you saw it as darker yeah so okay so when you're reading you're, you're watching you read, you read the hobbit, the hobbit. yeah most of the hobbits <laughs> but but i i was i was I don't recall seeing anything. What your imagination? You don't imagine these things. <laughs> well, how boring to read a book with no right. imagination. <laughs> wow! When you watch the movies, when you read the books, you can just you can just see that it's not that bright. Don't you don't you imagine things when you're like? <laughs> well, certainly, yeah. Well, that's my point. Yeah, and yeah, I, I see what you're saying with that. I, that did not come across my mind when I was watching the show, though. Yeah. What what did you like it? Um, I feel very similar to you in that. I liked it enough because it was entertainment and it was Lord of the Rings, and so yeah. I'm interested. Everyone had, we had high, high hopes. Yeah. It was just, the pacing was yes. so slow. Yeah. I mean, it was rough. They could have done that whole thing in two episodes. Two episodes, man. Two. Tops. Yeah. And, and, and like, and without it being like crammed. No. Yeah, just absolutely. Two. Absolutely could have. Yep. And. I mean, that would have been over two, like two and a half hours of production. Yeah. And so the pacing was incredibly slow. I really, I really do hope that they pick up the pace. Um, I think, I think they know exactly that's going to be five seasons. It's going to be, yeah. I think they said fifty hours, not not necessarily fifty episodes, but I think fifty hours. And they already know what the last scene is going to be of the entire. Well, that's annoying. At least according to these writers. So um, maybe these writers look at the can, get the boot, if this next season doesn't go well. But yeah, I think there's. A lot of grace that um, Amazon is willing to show toward this first season because... Because they have no other option. It's out. (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. But I think they recognize, okay, people are going to watch it. First season, they don't have any expectations. You just know this is the next adaptation of Lord of the Rings. And so people are going to watch it. Right, right. And so the numbers will be there. Like subscriptions to Amazon Prime will be there. Like, okay, great. The next season, I think they're going to be more stringent on and say, hey, like, people might not go for another three seasons if the writing's the same as it was in uh, season one as it is in season two. If season two is like season one, are you going to stick with it? I probably will. Okay. Because I'm interested enough to know how they do it. I might complain along the whole way. Yeah. yeah. But I, I probably will. Okay. The only way I won't is if they try to go like a Game of Thrones route and try to throw in nudity and, and things like that. Then I'll just yeah. say, hey, blah, sorry, I can't watch it. Like, yeah. No, good, good Christian. Everything's fine except for nudity. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. So I will say, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, so I do plan on watching it. I am very excited yeah. for it to come out. Yeah. The pacing was rough. Really rough. And yeah. the lead character, and I'm, I'm, this isn't a jab at this. <laughs> woman individually because <laughs> i think it i think it's more so it's, it's for all women that's right for all time uh-huh. i think it's for the writers rob's a complimentarian that's it but but the writers really wrote her character to be uh, insufferable yeah poor thing. she's i do feel bad for the gal i know because like, she's probably like hey look guys i'm i'm yeah. saying the lines that they give me i'm acting doing the, the scene that they get like don't be mad at me acting the way they wanted me to act but yeah. people are like yeah. she is the worst yeah <laughs> I feel bad for her, but it's really the writers. And so mm. I, I really hope the writing changes. And I hope that they stop trying to push that, hey, like the only yeah. trustworthy um, male leadership or the only trustworthy leadership is female. 
because right, the, right. I mean, Halbrand was optimistic and he turned into Sauron. Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't watched, but you've had your time. What? This episode is going to be released earlier. <laughs> you've had extra time. <laughs> so, no like, mercy. He was one of the leaders and all of a sudden, like, oh, now he can't be trusted. And so it's Galadriel. It's um, who's the queen from Numenor? I can't remember her name right now. Um, it's the she can't see the the lady from the Southlands, um, and like it was like for the first few episodes, it's like, hey, men are inept. <laughs> I'm like, that was like all the episodes. I'm like, golly, like come on, like I I get it. if you want to have a strong woman character, sure, go for it, but don't don't paint it this dramatic. Yeah, like yeah. Lord of the Rings, it was like mostly male, and the Galadriel was a significant character. Yeah, yeah, and now it's like, hey, you're lucky to get a. A competent male yeah in this it's like okay i see what you guys are trying to do here like the what? men have ruined middle earth uh-huh. and the women are here to reestablish order yeah i think the thing that's interesting also the timing like the events throughout the area like the southland and numenor like nothing lines up chronologically in the sense like the southland is beginning to break apart and then somehow these people from Numenor, sh- I think it's Numenor, right? They like show up on their ships in, like, yeah. within hours. Dude, yeah. And I was so, shocked so by that. So that makes no sense. The The plot of like the the lady, the Southland lady who's in love with the elf guy. I can't believe Aaron Deer. we're even talking about this stuff. I, I know. Like we, we don't even know names. Hold on. I've got, I've got this. this is, so Aaron Deer's the this elf. This is the I worst episode that. we've ever done. But, oh, Bronwyn. Well, yeah. So anyway, so like he, she like lays on a table about to die for like 30 minutes and then she's fine i thought for sure she was gone everything's fine and then yeah i have other comments but anyway the thing the last thing i would say about it is the gore i didn't mention this the first time i recorded this but the gore is so unnecessary yeah you you watch the first the movies yeah which i remember watching them feeling like wow this is gory and rewatching them, I was like, wow, they like are not that gory. No. Like they even pan away at different things so that it doesn't show like all the gore. Whereas this series is like good. Like it's over the top. Like if you have to use gore, I feel like to entertain people, you're bad at your job hmm. as a director, producer, writer, actor. Like if that that's what you're like turning heads with. That means you're not very good at your job. Yeah, well, I mean the same, the same, but even more so. I think could be argued for the nudity factor. Oh yeah, sure. Like you've got to do that to keep people engaged. Like yep. that's you're not writing a compelling story. So, um, I agree with you on the gore. There were a couple episodes where I was like, "Wow, this is this is really untolkien esque." If you yeah. watch the the movies, it, like to your point, like you know that there's yeah. violence happening, but it's still like I I could watch most of the movies with finley who is four and a half there'd be there'd be instances where i need to say hey like let's let's not or let's fast forward but i could watch most Mm. without being too worried about it yeah like we we did not at all encourage her watching rings power we let her watch whatever she wants (laughs) yeah exactly exactly but like the even the parts where um frodo sam and their crew are going with gandalf like those, those are great scenes. Yeah. And there's yeah. not a ton of violence, um, but but it's great stuff. Whereas those kinds of scenes in Rings of Power yeah. was with the Harfoots. And those scenes were so painful. Yeah. It's like, oh, here we go. Ten, ten minutes yeah. of them talking about this migration that's going to take yeah. place. And the guy sprained his ankle. And now that's that's a storyline. Like, yeah. golly. Yeah. 
It's a thing, Rob. Okay, so Meteor Man. Meteor Man. Yeah, who's a wizard found out. Do you have any opinion as to who he is? Yeah, I mean, I think he's, I think he's Gandalf. Okay. My first thought was he was the, the Radagast guy, but. That's, that's who I thought at first, yeah. Radagast. But now I'm. I really don't care though, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> Are you going to watch season two? I'm going to try. Okay. If it's the same, I'm not. Right. But I'm not, I, I'm not probably as um, into it either. Yeah. If I can put it that way. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I feel kind of like a schmuck for talking about it for 20 minutes now. Yeah, it's good. Not even 20 minutes, man. But still, so I, I think it's Gandalf, the meteor man. But. Yeah. But there's a, a part of me that thinks it might be Sauron. Not Sauron. Yeah, but I, Sauron. I think so. you could be right on that as well. Because remember the first episode or the second episode when Galadriel's fighting the troll? Um, and they're in that really cold area, and the guy says his hands are so cold he can't even yeah. feel the flame, and she says that's because of the evil in this place. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, Meteor Man lands, and yeah. Nori falls in, and her right. hands land on coals, and she says the coals aren't hot. Like, I feel like there was some tie there to mm. this man having some evil inside of him. Yes. Um, to where maybe someday he becomes evil, like Saruman. Mm. But his some of the phrases with... Um, like follow your nose, like that's something that Gandalf um, yeah, yeah. said to the hobbits, and also when he got rid of those three, what were they called? The three people who were chasing him down. I have no these. idea. Aliens. I think they call those aliens. Yeah, they weren't aliens, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Extraterrestrials. Yeah. But when he got rid of them, they, there's the symbol of the moth, which was mm. you see that in Lord of the Rings when he's like up at the tower yes. and a moth flies yeah. by and then the eagles show up. Mm. So I don't know. I. I I think it's probably Gandalf, but there's a part of me that thinks that he might be Saruman. Who else could he be? Saruman. I'm saying that, that's my point. Oh, um, so I was watching Nerd of the Rings, which is a YouTube video <laughs> <laughs> or a YouTube channel <laughs> that explains some of this stuff. <laughs> and uh, that guy thinks he, he's one of the Blue Wizards, mm. which you don't have a lot of information about. But yeah, I don't, I'm not totally bought in on They're that. They're always a little glum. <laughs> those blue wizards <laughs> yeah so i enjoyed it i uh i think a lot of us to to tie this theologically i, I think a lot Rob, of us oh <laughs> what are you gonna say i don't know you're just casting a when you said us it's like a big net oh here. yeah i think a lot of people who enjoy the lord of the rings so much yes is because whether we whether they recognize it or not it is a portrayal of or it's a, a shadow of a lot of gospel imagery yeah. of that yeah. hey, things were once beautiful and things were right and then evil came into the world and now we see repercussions of evil and evil needs to be vanquished and we need a king coming back he said return to the king mm-hmm. and so people mm-hmm. love that yeah that story arc because yeah. it's the actual story, story. arc yeah. of this Humanity, world yeah, yeah. And I think Tolkien did it in such a great way where it wasn't so on the nose to where it's blatantly obvious, but people are like, wow, I really resonate with that. Yeah, yeah. Rings of Power um, taps into some of that, at least the first episode or the first season. Yeah. But I'm really curious to see how they take it the rest of the way because I know that they're, I mean, it's done by Amazon, a very wildly liberal company. Right, and And right. so I know that they're going to try as much as they can to avoid <clears throat> having gospel arcs. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm just curious. I'm interested well, to see how it'll it go. Is, I think that the people long for, people realize in the world there's good and there's evil. 
Yeah, certainly. And people long to contend for good, I think. Yeah. Even people who are sinful, indulge in sinful things, there is a an innate desire to contend for good. And that's what I think is also compelling. What's interesting in Lord of the Rings, all the characters have like their flaws, but there's a there's a I don't want to say a purity, but there's a um, resoluteness with with Gandalf, with Aragorn, with the Fellowship. I mean, there's there's um, some decay there with a few characters, but like they're just so resolute, especially Aragorn. Aragorn, Aragorn, that's it. Aragorn, Aragorn, yeah. Aragorn's like a a, a book series, I think, about I a know. dragon. Um, and Gandalf and Sam. Like just a resoluteness that we will see this through. Yeah. Or we'll die trying. Right. And with Rings of Power, you don't get that from anybody. Right. I mean, you don't, you don't get it that anyone is... Yeah, that's a good point. ...just completely for the cause of good. They all have their own little side agendas. Save the elves. Capture the orcs. Whatever it is. Yeah. Take over the land. Preserve their way of life. It's all selfish. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, really early on in the Lord of the Rings, they came together and established this fellowship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everyone was kind of laying aside their own self-interest for the sake of the the greater mission. I mean, even yeah. Frodo and, and Sam yeah. on their travels like, talk about how they missed the Shire. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a very blatant, I'm laying down my preferences for the, the good yeah. of others. yeah. I didn't. I didn't connect that, but you're right. I, I didn't see I didn't much of that in the Rings of Power. But yeah, so we'll see what happens with the Rings of Power. We shall indeed. I saw. I saw a comment. Um, somebody's talking about it, and they're like, "You know what? The orcs are really only the only, only the way that they are because the elves oppress them." And they said the the dwarves weren't kind to them either. And and like really, like the orcs are the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> The others are oppressors. Okay. <laughs> they definitely brought okay. like a <laughs> a humorous, like a, a woke like, kind of yeah critical theory to it. Yeah. And it's like oh, it's funny. Um, mm. But okay, that's Rings of Power. Yeah, glad we've covered yeah. that. Um, IMDb, if you would like us What's to provide you with this recording, and <laughs> yeah, you can put it on their page. Their uh, rating for the show on IMDb. Yes. Oh, hold on a second. Let me check that. I have the technology to do that. Yeah. Rings. Also, how much was your paper folder? Okay. Somebody out there is not. not yeah, happy. I know. Um, mm, that'd be nifty. That thing. Another expensive, but. Yeah, I think it was like four or five hundred bucks. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. You can get some really nice ones that are. Yeah. That one could be finicky. Justin Santa does a great job of dialing in those settings dialing so that in they. Justin. Yeah, so that they yeah. fold the right way. Okay, so Rings of Power, IMDb. You want to take a guess? 7.1. So there were two hundred and sixty-two thousand five hundred and fifty-nine okay. ratings. Okay. I was one of them. I and get, it, it mattered. You need to know that, right? Dog on it, listeners. Don't forget, I rated <laughs> it on IMDb. I gave it a five out of ten. Oh, it was that you said seven point one. Yeah, over two hundred fifty thousand people. Average, which Rob is one. <laughs> yeah, six point nine. Okay, so you were close. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. That was a good I guess. feel like ratings, people are always favorable, unless it's just flat out garbage. Yeah. Like if it's just, if it's not garbage, then you're you're just 
tend to be like, yeah, like like you never rate something below five, really, unless it's like, oh, that was really bad. Like yeah. that's the halfway. Like ten being perfection, right? Half of that is pretty darn good. That's a good point. But most of the ratings, I feel like, are five or above or one. Yeah. So anyway. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that's right. that. Right. Okay. Next thing that I wanted to throw out to you. Yeah. Was church planting. Mm. So you planted. A church. We, we, we planted a church, yeah. <laughs> and the Lord's been very kind yeah. um, to Would allow... Would you say you're in the process of church planting? Uh, I, every Sunday, man. like I feel... Not every Sunday, but like I feel like we're definitely closer to established church than church planting. So let me ask you this. Let's go this way. But route. I'm not exactly sure why. Where's that line? Well, like in all... For all tents and purposes... <laughs> all tents? <laughs> Whether it's a Coleman tent... Whether it's an Osprey, tan- Osprey tent, whether it's an REI tent, <laughs> for all, all tents and all tents their purposes. And purposes. Uh-huh. For all intents and purposes. Intents mm-hmm. inside yep. them. Yep. Uh, we have plurality of elders. We have deacons. We have members. We have, like, everything we're doing. Oh, that's. Gotta stop. <laughs> Anytime the word everything yeah. or all or uh-huh. you always or you never. Yeah, right. Go ahead and make some more stop. sweeping general statements. <laughs> yeah. We are like we are in a lot of ways functioning now as I hope that we'll be functioning in 10 years. Right. And in 20 years, if the Lord allows. Right. So, in that sense, it feels like we are out of the planting phase. Yep. But then, in some other ways, there's like so many things yet to do. Right. From a, uh, some of it's like structure, but most of it's just like maturity and, and, you know, seeing things grow and happen. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. You? Where would you, where would you draw the line? Yeah. So I feel like it feels like the line is drawn once you get into a like permanent space. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like people tend to view like but, that being the line. I'm not saying that is the line though. Yeah. Because I I feel like biblically speaking, the line is drawn once once you have a group of people yeah. who have covenanted together, who are faithfully preaching the gospel, faithfully practicing the ordinances, mm-hmm. and have the officers that a church is meant to have. Yeah. So I'm not saying that that like I, I would say that you're just as much a church. Um if you have one elder mm-hmm. as the church that has three or 30, mm-hmm. as long as you are faithfully preaching the gospel and faithfully practicing the ordinances. And some would add, and, yeah. and I think I agree with them, um, also faithfully, willingly, um, ready to practice church discipline. Yeah. But there's a different, uh, there's a definite, you just gave the definition of a church. Exactly. So I feel like you go from church plant, and I have not given this any thoughts, so I'm shooting from the hip here. This, oh, this could be, good. This this could could be, be way rich. off. Probably quite the opposite, but I feel like you go from like church rings of power, church plant, to like, hey, you're no longer a church plant; you are yeah. um, an actual church. When you have <laughs> this, is so arbitrary. I don't have a, a good reason for this. When you have multiple elders, because the um, the New Testament church established multiple elders. Um, the only time the word elder mm-hmm. is used in the singular. Mm-hmm. Is when we're talking about the qualifications of an elder, yeah. singular. Everywhere else, it's in I'm one of the elders, or to the elders, or establish elders. Um, and you have deacons. Mm-hmm. 
but that's not like yeah i couldn't give you a, a verse to say like this is when it happens so i just gave you the definition of a church but when it yeah. goes from church plant yeah. to church like biblically speaking i would say that it's it's got to be when you go from not covenanting together like you're church planting you're trying to start a church here and then once you've yeah. covenanted together and you're functioning as a church you're a church you're no longer a church plant that's the what biblically com- comes to mind but then when you talk about practically practically what i'm looking at i'm like sbc guy that's right you know let's just put on our pragmatic hat here (laughs) so i'd say multiple elders multiple deacons but that's not so this might be an analogy or a connection um it breaks down probably pretty quickly but you know you have a kid they're a kid they're always going to be your kid yeah but but they're they're a child only for a few years right and then they're functioning they're human f- from conception, but once they are mature enough to to function on their own, be on their own, and in some ways reproduce. So you're going super pragmatic. Well, I'm I'm just I'm just looking at like an illustration of like a baby's a human. Yeah, you guys covenanted together. You're at church, right? Sure, of course. But you're you are still doing so much plant work, church planting work, establishing cultural norms, clarifying your your distinctives theologically, teaching people, um, finding and identifying leaders, acknowledging them, those kinds of things. That that has taken months and years now since when you first covenanted together. So like, baby's born. It's a human at conception, actually, right? And, but it's not um, ready to like, like it still has growing to do before we'd say, oh, that's like they're an adult. There's just a time there. So yeah, maybe that's a poor analogy, but. So if I'm hearing you right. Yeah, probably not. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. When, when the church is essentially self-sufficient and no longer needs outward support to do the basic functions of the church, of raising disciples, sending people out. Um, maybe church planting, not to say that you have to do those things, yeah, but yes, you're not saying, Hey, we would love to, to, I don't know, I guess viability that's the, that's it. When well, yeah, are, that, that's, what, that's what I'm getting at. Is the viable, budget. Well, that's it's why more that, than that, though, <clears throat> I would say, okay, so more than just financially viable, oh, for sure, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, you, you have people that are able to train and disciple others, you have membership, people who are, yeah, all like, things that so, so, which we. See, that's part of the right observation of the ordinances. Yeah. So, so uh, viability, which that needs unpacked, as we just did very briefly there, um, that's probably when you cross over from church plant to church. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that you clarified that because I yeah. hate. I hate the idea of you are now now a church mm. based off your finances. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're no longer a church yeah. plant, but now you're a church because your finances are better. Like I, I hate right. that, and so I try to sure. I try to push against that as much as I can. So that's why I say. Once you, yeah, we're a church plant, so if people want to send money, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like just kidding. once you covenant together, like you are yeah, a church, yes, you're a church for sure. Um, that's why I'm more comfortable with that. But well, just pragmatically like when you speaking, put a, when you're planting, you put the plant in the pot. You're it's a plant. Dog on it. But it needs water. It needs to grow. There you go. It's fragile. You, we were talking about this earlier. Church yeah. plants being so fragile. Yep. But it's a plant. Gosh darn it. Yep. So. Yep. We have not clarified that other than to say. Yeah, so. So I, I feel like we've, we're have we somewhere about crossing over that line from church plant to church. 
a lot of people will say five years. That's yeah, it's, that's the number that I've heard. It's usually like around five years. Yeah, if you're like seven, eight years in, you're still calling yourself church plant, then... Right. Uh, and maybe and maybe you're acting like one i don't know right exactly but, so and in some context it might take that long like if you were to plant a church in san francisco yeah like yeah. it might be a decade or more before right. you are quote-unquote viable you yeah, know what i mean if yeah. we're going that route yeah so okay so if you were to plant again mm. what would you change did i answer this last time do you remember what i, what I said i don't remember what you said <laughs> listeners this, this is what happens is we we Good. answer these things and yeah. we talk about these things we forget them and then once we post the episode we forget what we said yeah don't, don't <laughs> hold it against, yeah. hold it against us please um if i were to plant again <laughs> man i would i think there's a few just really key theological things ecclesiological things i would be really cl- more clear about up front that i was still figuring out which wasn't ideal, but I would want to be more set on some of those things. What are those um, things? Let's say there's guys. Think, think of it this way: there's a guy. He's sitting who, right here. He's sitting right there. What's his, what's his name? His name's probably Fred. That's a great name. Yeah, yeah. Strong theologian name. Um, Frederick. Uh, or there you go. Freddy. There you go. Um, he is thinking about planting a church. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, okay, like I, these two guys, yes. by God's grace, planted the church, and the Lord has continued to mm-hmm. allow that church mm-hmm. to be sustained in spite of those two guys. But hey, like, what, what advice would you give me to, to plant a church? What would be yeah. some things that you think I should really have a strong grip on? And you just said, I wish I would have had a stronger grip on some yeah, so theological a, things. Ecclesi- so. The ecclesiology part be, being um, understanding, like, the definition of a church. Yep. Um, I was just swimming in circles where that was up for grabs a lot. Yeah. And it was pretty loose. And that was really, really unhelpful Unhelpful because... I still swim in some of those circles. I'm like, well, I need to know what this is because we're trying to do it. Yeah. And people are like, well, it's this, well, it's that. And you're like, okay, this is so confusing. And you're trying to get people to buy in and follow you as the leader, and you don't even know exactly. So so what's the definition of a church? Um, how does this church function well? Yeah. Right? The, the membership part? People rag on church membership because it has that term, church membership. What we mean is you belong, like you're committed. You agree doctrinally, and you have said with your words, and it's on paper, we're committed to this group of Christians. Right. And this is how we're committed. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. So you take the word membership, if that's bugging you out of it, it's you committing to one another to obey scripture, to live out scripture. So that's a huge part. Um, And then I would say figuring out just the practical side of the church finances. Yeah. That I don't know what all we would have done differently, but um, I went into it thinking it's okay, it'll work out. It's not that, like, it'll work out. Here's what what's the support we had. Here's what we were generating as far as a, a core team financially, and it'll be fine. And in a lot of ways, like it was, like yeah. it, it, I mean, we're here. The church is growing, like all those things. But it, but I didn't tend to that, and I didn't shepherd our people on that, and I kind of strayed away from it because I didn't want to think about numbers and money and all that stuff. And I feel like that was not helpful. Yeah. I would not put that on the same level as the other things I mentioned. Right. To clarify. Right. What about you, Rob? What would you do different? Oh, man. Um, so Besides so, not playing with the S. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, love the SBC. Love the SBC. <laughs> We've got our differences sometimes, but 
hey, of the SBC. Good cooperation takes sacrifice. That's right. So, anyways, the um, thing that you guys did, and we benefited from you guys in a lot of ways. You, I've said this before; yeah, it is well documented. Um, you oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You provided a lot of helpful things, <laughs> just like that. Rob, was there anything we did well that you benefited from? A lot of it, things. Was it all a lot of wonderful things. <laughs> a lot of great. Can't things. think of them, but they were good. <laughs> They're there. <laughs> so, um, one of the things that you guys did really well was from as early as I think before you guys ever even became a church. Mm-hmm. You guys had three, like three guys set aside that we're going to be serve as elders. Yeah. Yourself and yeah. Jimmy and Ron. Yeah. Um. And we currently still have two elders. We have elder candidates, yeah. but right now we have two. And the the warning that people give all the time is don't don't establish elders too quickly because yeah. it's a lot easier to ask someone to become an elder than to remove someone. Yes, um, yeah. and that's very true. With that said, it would have been awesome mm-hmm. to have um, like three guys. Um, yeah, because. Ben, Ben's our other elder, and he's yeah. he's served very faithfully as an elder, and he's a wonderful elder. the The thing is that Ben and I see eye to eye on a ton, yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's helpful to have a third voice there yes. to to yeah. say, "Hey, um, let's think about this over here." Right. And we, I just know we would have benefited from that. Yeah. yeah. And so but you weren't in a situation like that wasn't really an option, was it? No, no, no. But yeah. what, so, what would have been an option is let's not covenant together until it's very clear. That we have at least three men who can serve mm. as elders. So let's would continue to do. That? No, probably okay. not. Yeah, but <laughs> no, I would have taken that. But I probably would have. Advice. I probably would have prayed harder for the Lord to provide mm. um, that third elder. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so that would have been awesome. Yeah. You guys did a great job with that. I think that benefited you guys in that a lot was, of ways. I mean, because even pragmatically, and we again we we don't want to. We're not pragmatics. Yeah, we don't want to do things <laughs> pragmatically, but. If you do look at the pragmatic side of it, yeah. it is a lot easier um, for someone who's on the outside coming in, who's wanting to make sure that the church is led biblically with a plurality of mm-hmm. elders to say, yeah. Um, yeah. okay, I see that there are at least three guys, whereas yeah. two can look like buddy-buddy, like right, we're just kind right. of doing our thing. Um, one can look like a dictatorship, so to speak. Mm. And so it's just three is like that nice... Yeah. Number eight, no one here has final authority. It's not a rubber triangle. stamp. That's it. <laughs> the rings of power. So it's essentially uh, one <laughs> Three could... rings to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I think that... Three brings balance. <laughs> yeah. So what I would say, something that was helpful, I will say this is a helpful thing. And, um, you know, I th- I think this is this came about, this philosophy or just way or heart position if I could say it that way, uh, by the goodness of the Lord, but really trying to be, um, we cared about who came on Sundays, but we knew we weren't, we weren't there to just serve whoever walked through the door and whatever they wanted. Right. So even in the midst of the confusion and trying to figure some things out, it was a rough, it was a rough go, um, for us now compared to a lot of people's situation. It was not hard at all, but we ended up leaving a denomination. Yeah, just right in our first year of of the church plant. Um, but knowing, genuinely, genuinely believing that whoever came in on a Sunday morning, whoever began to hang out with us, whether it's Sunday morning or our community groups or small groups, 
That was the Lord's providence. Right. And we need to be faithful to that. But we would we we were not to cater to them or to um, try to make sure that their experience like they were not the priority in the sense that they weren't the priority. They weren't the first thing. The first thing the priority were was we have Christians, we have the church here. How do we serve and honor the bride of Christ? Yeah. And I think that helped us from just spinning our wheels and, and just so much emotional exhaustion with people who come and go or come for a while then leave or, or just leave, you know? Right. And it's like, well, we're here for the bride. Yeah. And that was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, okay. Yeah. Anything else on church planting that you would want to throw out there? Someone considering it. And, and Don't. You should just name it Emmanuel Baptist. Oh, man. That, that was... <laughs> I would have loved it if I would have just stuck with my guns on that. Um, yeah. For those who don't know, that was the initial name for our Why did you change plant. Some people talked me out of it. They said, hey. Who was it? <laughs> yeah, right. You do I, it. do you, I know? Yeah, yeah. But okay. I'm not going to say on here. The lip sync it to me. Yeah, right. The, uh, <laughs> the, those who were persuading me just said like, hey, um, I think few people who you're trying to reach are going to actually know what Emmanuel means. And that could be confusing. So, and then I want to do Redeemer, um, but then you you, talk you, you talked me out of that one, um, which understandably, and then not because the name's bad, the name's a great name, it's just <laughs> everyone's choosing that name. <laughs> Redeemer, who needs yeah, that? Exactly. Um, and so our third option was Citizens. So yeah. um, I also probably would want to add the name Baptist mm. into our name, just to be transparent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to let people know who we are, but... I know that there are people at our church now who probably never would have come yeah. if the name Baptist wasn't yeah. there. So each has its advantages, each has its disadvantages. But Very true. Yeah, I uh, yeah, would have loved to have three elders early on. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful and prayerful that the Lord provide us with far more than three. I mean, I, yeah. I love, you attended the Nine Marks weekend, or love seeing 30 guys sit around there, and yeah. you have the wisdom of, of 30 godly men who are able to submit to other godly men yeah. you know what i mean like it's it's really a wonderful thing when the lord provides elders for a church and we're very grateful that we have some elder candidates and looking forward to adding more elders but also very grateful for ben and the faithful yeah. way that he's led despite a lot of things that have gone on in his life just recently and so yeah we, we've been really truly blessed and the lord's been so kind to us but yeah if i could do it differently it would have been lovely to have more of those guys i like it yeah Okay, um, and then the... What are you guys doing for Ben for Elder Appreciation Month? <laughs> so the last episode we talked about <laughs> Pastor it, Appreciation I had an Month, idea. And I, I thought it was, kind of so, it was so awkward. Well, okay, let me say <laughs> Listeners, this. you missed out listen, on it. I, I felt so uncomfortable talking about it. And Rick had, had good intentions, talking about like the weirdness of it. <laughs> he tried. He really tried. It, it is weird. Sweetheart that he is. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just... So my, my point, I'll just say this, and we'll, we'll move on. Like, Pastor October, typically, in America, is Pastor Appreciation Month. I don't even know, like, how many churches know that or <laughs> at yes, all. Yeah. But what I was saying was, it's a good and right thing for a church to seek to honor their pastor. It's yeah. a good thing. But they need to do that in a way that is with humility, that's not elevating their pastor above what he is, Yeah, not kind of putting him on a pedestal that he shouldn't be on, in that um, there's a lot of people 
There's a lot of people that, just like the body, the head, the foot, the arms, the toe, like there's all the rest of the body that does not get an appreciation month. Right. That needs to be appreciated. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't do pastor appreciation. I, done well, like that's a can be a biblical thing. You can do it any time of the year, whatever. Right. right. But make sure that you're honoring everyone, the whole body. Yeah. And if, and if you're going to do past appreciation month, I think the part that makes me uncomfortable are the things that you just said. Mm-hmm. And like I received a couple that we, nice... That we honor couple, other people too? No. Does that make me uncomfortable? I received a me! couple... Yeah. I get the glory! Uh-huh. <laughs> I received a couple really sweet letters yeah. this month. And yeah. I am so grateful for that. Like yeah. I am not at all saying that those who did that yes. were wrong anyway. I'm so encouraged by that. Um, I don't like pastor appreciation month because it seems like it's just hey let's let's give appreciation to the lead mm. pastor yeah like if there's a plurality of elders you then like the vocational pastors that's that's yeah. what and and i feel like i'm already experiencing yeah. the double honor in that i have yeah. the honor of being an elder but mm. then i receive double honor by also earning my living yeah through this and so i'm like guys you appreciate me throughout the whole year by allowing me to do this full time i'm incredibly grateful and so letters and cards like that are so encouraging, yeah. but like when it becomes gifts and things like yes, that, I just feel yeah. weird about it. So I think this was the other thing I was going to say, and maybe I said it on that mythical episode that never happened. Yeah, but it, I appreciate those things as well. I would just say let's spread that out. Yeah, that's <laughs> like very well said. There are other seasons that I could use that as well. Oh yeah, just I like see. you know, write me a card in in June or in March. Um, yeah. You know, those kinds of things. So, yep. yeah, that's good. Okay, so we, I don't have any other topics. Did you have one? Give me your thoughts on the rings of power. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rick <laughs> like, uh, is suffering from short-term memory loss, and uh, we need to... now, when's your second question coming, Rob? I got the first one. I think <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, that's then it. if there's that's nothing it. else, um, t- tell me a good book you're reading. One good book. Last this last time, this is what we did. I asked, and Rick gave me like <laughs> six books. No, it sounded like like yeah. Cause I'm I want reading I want all these books. one book that you're reading currently. Can't think of one, huh? No, I'm trying to think which one. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like you like so. I'm reading a book about Martin Luther, Carl Truman's book on Luther, which has been yeah. good. Who's it by? Carl Truman. Oh, Truman. Okay, great. Great name. Truman is a phenomenal name. Yeah, we almost went with it. For your for your child, yeah. no, it's a, I mean Ezra's a great name. I'm Ezra, preaching through yeah, thanks, thanks. the book of Ezra uh-huh. in honor of him. Yep, excellent. Um, Ezra, that is. <laughs> that's right. Thanks. The Old Testament. Yeah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> okay, so the book for, for me. I would have preached through Truman, but you didn't name. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, missed opportunity. Anyway, the uh, book that I'm reading is called Baptist Thorough Reformers by John Quincy Adams. <laughs> Not the sixth president of the United States, but a Baptist minister. So, yes, great book. He comes out of the gate swinging with some great words. I don't have the book here with me or else I'd read the first paragraph to you, but mm. it's all just, it's a short book. Um, yeah. But just gives some, some helpful background into Baptists and their history. Yeah, so, I dig. That's it. If you guys want to learn more, head over to simpletheology.org. If you want to support us so we can get another lunch next year, perhaps, that would be <laughs> lovely. You can find a way to donate over there. But um, yeah, Genuinely, thank you. Thank yeah, you for that. Yeah, very much so. Thank you. But if that's it. That's it. Peace out. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.